This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 139. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I'm so excited because today I have an author visit and we are going to feature her brand new book that is by the time you're listening to this live, her book will be available on Amazon and through all the distribution channels. So we're so thrilled and I'm so thrilled. And we also actually have the designer of this book on the show as well. So it was a team effort and this book is just something you're going to want to get your hands on. It is so beautiful. I ordered my copy and oh my gosh, I I am in love with it, but you can't see it right now. I'm holding it up if you're listening to the podcast, but it's so pretty. But without further ado, I would love to welcome the creator of Ophelia's Grace. The book is called Let Yourself Be by Carrie Brock. Okay, Carrie, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Andrea. It's great to be here. And thanks for um, Kirsten for joining us. Uh, I'm uh, Carrie Brock and uh, I'm the creator of Ophelia's Grace uh, and uh, excited to uh, be here and share uh, share this work with you. Uh, I'm a career and, and life coach and uh, positive psychology practitioner uh, and that's really the foundations of what brought this book to life uh, and uh, I'm grateful to have birthed it with these two amazing women, Andrea from Live Life uh, Happy Publishing uh, and Kirsten Mosley from uh, for users sake. So I'll let uh, Kirsten introduce herself and uh, then we'll get into it. Yay. I am. Hi, I'm Kirsten Mosley and uh, my company is called For Users Sake. Uh, we do graphic design and user experience design and Carrie and I have known each other for like 15 years and have worked together on, on many projects. So when she came to me and said, do you want to design the book? I was so on board. And doing the book has been a wonderful chance for me to use my design work and uh, be able to bring her vision to life. So it's been uh, wonderful. Thanks, Carrie. And you sure did bring that vision to life. It's so beautiful. And I was commenting before we went live here that um, it was one of the first time I've ever had a book designed that didn't get rejected (laughs) (laughs) and have to go back and forth. So yay to that. Anyway, I would love to take it back to you, Carrie. And and can you tell us what inspired you to write this book and maybe tell us a little bit about the book itself? Yeah, sure. Sure. I think the inspiration for for the book really came, um, well, it came during a writing session with a writer's group that I do and uh, inspired by the book doula format that uh, Andrea's created. And in some of the reflections that I was doing in this in this writing, it, I was thinking about some clients and the struggle that they seem to be having. And I think like so many of us, we can come to this place of feeling valued or worthy through what we know and what we do uh, or how productive we are. If we think about this, even in, in our work context and the busyness of life. 
And what, what struck me most is that it's not so much that people don't know what to do, it's the how to do it. And so it really inspired the idea to how can we package some of these things called strengths or uh, positive psychology in a way that people can actually interact and, and experience with it so that they can shift their, their mindset from thinking that their value comes from their knowing of something or their doing for others. And that really it just comes from this place of being who they were meant to be or how they want to be. And so I decided to really anchor it in the via character strengths. It's this beautiful, you know, set of 24 strengths and six virtues. And from there, it was like, well, wouldn't it be fun to have a 30 day challenge almost to give people permission um, to have fun with playing around and practicing being in their strengths? Oh, I love this. And you know, I'm all about that sort of thing. And, and I love the fact that you structured it in this 30 day challenge format, because it is so fun. And it's all about delving into and experiencing like we could read all the books in the world. But if we're not experiencing and putting it into practice, then we're not really going to get that that positive effect from it and the learning and the self-reflection and everything. So I, I love that you've made your book kind of like a challenge. And then also there's areas to write in it. It's so pretty. And there's even spots that I love that you can like color in and it's just, it's so amazing on so many levels. And um, I can't wait to start the challenge myself. I truth be told, I've been waiting for your launch so that I can do the challenge like simultaneously while everyone else is doing it. So um, yeah. So can you explain this? idea of being like throughout your book you talk about this whole concept of let yourself be you kind of touched on it a little bit but how does someone move from kind of knowing and thinking what they should be doing to actually being mm, yeah there is the $64,000 question <laughs> I think I'm still working on that myself but yeah the 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 I, the general shift and even in some of my own personal coaching that I have done we, I, I've been challenged by my coach to kind of come from this place of how I want to be and so you think the simple way that I look at that is what is the what is the mind and the body integration right when I am being I, I'm very attuned to what my inner being is is looking for and so it sends messages like really loud, clear messages when we're aware of who we are and how we want to be. And so the, for me, the shift is really around, I, I embody it more than I think it. And so that it's not to say that we don't want to be thinking about how we want to be or thinking to, to know something. It's just the place, the shift is such a subtle one that it comes from a more embodied, peaceful, calm place, then perhaps what I would say is our knowing and doing is really that busy, accelerated, almost frantic pace that um, that can set us out of the gate. So with being, I find we can sit back and almost be our own observers because we're in our bodies and then allow for what will unfold to come from that place of being versus that out of the gate impulse that we so many of us are are conditioned to and then we know how to and do we'll call it this thing called patience after the fact so it just changes what leads versus how you might follow with being after the fact so simply put, I think it really is just about coming from that fully embodied place for how you want to be in that moment. Oh my gosh, 
So good. So good. And what it reminds me of, it's almost like when we're little, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or what do you like? What do you want to do for a living? Right. It's like the people are more looking at what you want to do for a living. Whereas like, well, wait a second. How do you want to show up? Like, how do you want to be? It's so true. It's like, I would like to be energetic. I would like to be enthusiastic. I would like to be um, in a place of joy in many points in my life. And like, so it's really, it is that shift. I love how it's like this idea of like doing, 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 and the perspective almost like with pressure, it's like shifting it to a place of how do I want to be? It's like, how do I want to be? It's so cool how you you really um, bring up that idea of embodying it, feeling it, and, and the shifting the perspective. It almost like takes a weight off your shoulder. It makes you feel like, oh, this feels a little bit less, less pressure-y, if that's a word. <laughs> Yeah, well, you touch on a good one because there is that pressure and stress creates these pressure points, right? And and while a healthy boundary is good, if there's too much focus on the outward piece, then how we might do something um, can can maybe miss the mark. So I just really have been playing around with it in my own personal practice and have found you know, the energy flows a little more easy that I'm accepting and open to what shows up and unfolds versus constantly in this place of pursuit, right? So it, it, it shows up in some beautiful ways in which my energy, cognitive and physical and emotional, um, kind of allows for it to, uh, store because I'm not using it in, um, incorrect ways. If, if there's even a, a thing to be incorrect with, but I love that. It's like, it's really this idea of shifting from this pursuit of constantly going and like on a mission for something in the future, whereas it's pulling you almost into the present and like, how do you want to be? And like, how do you want to be right now? And I just love the the whole mindfulness piece throughout the book. So you did touch on strengths and your whole book is geared around strength. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so I think really what I wanted to do, because in the PERMA-V and in the positive psychology networks, you know, the integration of the VIA character strengths um, has been a big part of what I, I use in my practice. Uh, and so really bringing those um, to the forefront, because often we can be very focused on what we uh, what our weaknesses are or what's not working. And so anchoring this journal in those strengths, again, they're simple, they're clear, they're uh, science-based. So really wanted to make sure that the framework was solid. And so we've got six virtues and 24 strengths, which was just, just such a beautiful number to give us the 30-day challenge. Yeah. And so we want people to be able to take a look at and in the morning reflections and uh, evening recollections, those are the two kind of bookend points in which we encourage people to use the journal. So in the morning, it's the morning reflections and it's just really scanning in with your body. And there's three questions in the, uh, in the morning and then in the evening. So you practice it through the day. And then in the evening, we call them the evening recollections. And we ask how, how did it feel to experience that particular strength or virtue and it's again it opens the door and gives people permission to just play with these strengths versus perhaps maybe falling into that pitfall uh, where we're focused on well what do I need to fix so being in our strength versus fixing what's broken is really the 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 driver for for using the via character strengths and and the and the folks at the via character institute have done such a great job that um, I was grateful that they allowed us to uh, to use use these uh, in the journal. 
Ah, yes. And spreading, spreading the, the knowledge of these character strengths. And then just like, oh yeah, that's me actually. Or, oh yeah, like here's my top character strength. And this is the one that if I use in my life, that it just feels so good and things to unfold. But I also love that tapping into other possible strengths to either build it in yourself or also just to be with that strength. It's like, how can I practice, you know, um, um, prudence, for example, or how can I practice? Like it kind of opens your eye to all these different strengths that maybe you didn't even notice existed or that you didn't know that maybe you had, or that you could tap into. So you kind of touched on it a little bit of how people can use your journal or use your book. Um, can you explain, you know, your book a little bit more? Yeah. So uh, as we went through it, and again, Kirsten uh, did uh, play a big part in just helping to anchor some things in that in clarity. And so with the instructions, you know, it really is uh, the guide for uh, showing people how the book works. And there's kind of five simple uh, steps or processes that really are um, intended to help people initiate, activate, and then, of course, um, integrate uh, these concepts into, uh, into their day and then hopefully over time into their uh, into their being. Uh, as um, as you go through um, the uh, the 30 strengths, you can either do them chronologically as they show up in the book, or you can flip back and forth depending on what um, what your your feelings are in that moment. Uh, we've got a great place where you can anchor the date so you know what, keep track of like what you were feeling at what time, uh, and then of course just a beautiful space not only for um, for writing and reflecting but also for uh, coloring. We've got Got six or seven quotes peppered throughout the the journal, uh, and uh, I know Kirsten's going to talk about uh, some of the design elements later. But uh, it's really just this holistic kind of left brain, right brain, embodied uh, journal to get people thinking every day on how it is that they they want to be. Of course, anchored in in that thing called strengths. Oh, and I like that you, um, with the, in terms of the design, oh my gosh, I just love that it looks like a journal that I would create and color myself and like, and that there's rooms for room for me to color and everything. Um, Kirsten, can you tell us a little bit what inspired you with the design and the animals and everything that's within the book? Sure. So actually I, I read the first draft of the book and I was inspired by the line health and flourishing of humanity. And that flourishing got me to think about this trend of adult coloring and using that as a kind of a meditative method. And I thought about, I had recently saw something about Albert Einstein and how with him, he really believed the right and the left brain work together to increase, um, your artistic ability and your logical thinking. And I thought, hmm, so when you're going through this and you're thinking about the state of being, if we add a creative element to it, it can help those juices flow while you're thinking about things. And I thought, okay, let's maybe add doodling to this. So I brought in like flourishments and decorative um, elements just in a black and white around the quotes. So when you're reading them or you're in the middle of thought, you can start coloring in and start activating both sides of the, of the brain. And with the characters, there's actually um, six virtues that we talk about. And when I was looking at the VA character strengths, um, they use different symbols 
for to represent each. And I thought, oh gosh, how are people going to know all 30 of these? It might be overwhelming. What if we just focus on the six virtues and then they can align themselves with that? And then I thought, well, what symbol then can they relate to, to kind of keep it top of mind while they're working through the journal? And I started researching on symbolism of the actual traits um, and virtues on what their meanings would be. And I found in a lot of cultures, animals play an important part. So I thought, well, let's look at the animals and see which ones represent the six traits. And it worked out wonderfully. So I came up with the owl for wisdom, lion is courage, humanity is the dove, Butterfly represents the transcendence, uh, eagle is justice, and the wolf is temperance. And I found that with those animals, uh, if you keep that top of mind when you're doing the journal, it really helped. And then I thought, well, if you're coloring, I'm going to make specific characters for these that you can color when you're uh, working in your journal. So I took from the cover art that I designed, the little droplets, and I use that shape to create every single animal. So now you are, can color those as well as these floral designs. Oh my gosh, this, this is why I love books so much because you actually don't realize how much thought, care and attention to detail and so much love that these authors and designers and everyone put into their books. And I just, you know what, I'm so grateful that you shared that because sometimes, you know, what I always like, you look at covers and you just kind of take it in or, you know, you look at things, but there is so much meaning and thought put into this. And I just want to thank you guys for, you know, for sharing that. And that's just so nice knowing that the history and the background of it and the research that went into it and the psycho-spiritual connection to animals and meaning and things like that. And so, so that is just beautiful. And, and yes, I, and I love all the, um, all the design and, and the symbolism and everything in this book. And then the connection of the brain, like who'd have thought, right? Like they just be doodling while they're in this book. And it's like, yay, like that you're really drawing on so many things and you paid attention to so much detail and emphasize both of you so much in this book to help people. So I'm curious, um, Carrie, what, what is it that you really hope that the reader or the person walking themselves through this journal, what, what do you hope the outcome is? Oh, I think the, the, the thread that comes through, if I had one, one wish it's that as we can connect to ourselves, like our most beautiful, you know, purest, um, uh, part of ourselves, enlightened self might even be some other language that when we connect to that part of ourselves, that we can then connect to others and whether that's friends or family or community members, our colleagues, to be really strong and steady in our strengths and to, to know them and to almost, dare I say it, love them, allows for us to have just such a greater connection with others. And there's um, a South African uh, proverb that's called Umbutu, and it means I am, I am a person because you are a person. So when I am well, you are well, and when we are connected, we are well together. And I think that's really a big component of the Ophelia's grace um, philosophy um, mindset and heart set that we really want to 
it's still evolving. And I think this will continue to unfold. But in this present day, the hope is that Ophelia's grace can really serve as this space where people can heal through feeling, right? In that we can give ourselves permission to feel our strengths. And when we do that, we also have the tools and the resources or the container for which maybe we can experience some of those less um, comforting uh, emotions and that we can express them all through this place of grace. So Ophelia's grace really started. And I do actually, I'm not going to lie. I like the fact that there's this OG component that's kind of hip and, and, and cool <laughs> as well that keeps showing, that keeps showing up. Um, but we know that the healing um, process from emotional pain can be a really tricky one. And it's often one that can be riddled with roadblocks or gremlins, and it, it can leave us not wanting to step into that space. And so um, with Ophelia's grace, the hope is, and with the journal in, in particular, as its first, you will call it, tool um, is that allows for us to connect with our heart, mind, and body wisdom and so that we get that full integration about who we are and what are we sensing and so that we can feel and experience and express our full selves. And then again, in from there, how can we stand in that in order to connect with, with others? Oh my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. I love this idea of igniting, activating, integrating. This whole book is so fantastic. And I think definitely people will get that out of your book. Now, the other piece that I know that you strategically is so funny because as I was going through your book, um, spell check kept wanting to change Ophelia's like her name. And you specifically, I love that you put heel in Ophelia. Like she really specifically, Carrie wanted this heel to be in her name because that even that is like the underlying wonderful thing that and tool and and um benefit of this movement almost of Ophelia's grace um so I just wanted to point out that that word heal is in there and it's so um I thought it was funny the spell check and like <laughs> it kept wanting to change it um but um so can you talk a little bit more about the Ophelia grace kind of movement that you're creating and also um and how like how you actually put that right on the cover yeah so I love words, um, I, you know, inspired by uh, I'm on the word of the day and, and sometimes just playing around with a, an idea and bringing a word to it, um, you know, really uh, can have a powerful just um, impression, if you will. And I've been really grateful that folks, when they see um, Ophelia's grace, that they are immediately drawn to the fact that heal is in there or they'll even comment, oh, you spelt Ophelia wrong. And it gives me an opportunity like spell check uh, to, to say, no, that was with intention. And again, the, the larger piece does come back to right connected to self for the intention of connecting with others. We know when we're in community, when we have high quality connections, that that is really where a lot of our flourishing can come from, right? There's a reason why they are in Perma V is relationships. And, and so relationship with self often drives relationship with others. And so over time, I hope that um, we're able to create a platform through the book, but then over time, be able to bring people together in community around some of what they're feeling or what they experienced in the journal. Uh, and so that 
there's an outlet for connecting on, on deeper levels. And as Ryan Nemec said in the 2018 Positive Psychology Association, he goes, let's have large conversations. And I think in some ways that almost was the initial inspiration. It was like, in order to have a large conversation, you have to be really uh, sure in self, in, in your sense of self, uh, and to be vulnerable. And so I'm hoping that this book brings people to themselves so that we can have those large conversations over time. Oh my gosh. It's so, it's so going to do that. So Carrie, I'm curious, you know, what inspired you like to write this book that why are you so passionate about this? What is it in you that is, you know, just wanting to make a difference in this world that you've chosen to write this book and you are determined to get this out to the world. Cause you know, it's going to help so many people. Where does this come from? Yeah. Hmm. I guess in my coaching and in my experience and kind of connecting with, with humans, right. On, on what I like to think is a deep level. I think so many of us struggle with um, having a grasp of how we're feeling and what that feels like. And so we'll, we'll push ourselves out to the end. I'm not bad. I'm fine. Uh, I'm good. Uh, and so this is a, a, a the, my end hope is that we have a we develop a strong awareness of self and then a better expression of how we are feeling so that we can again um process and use our emotions because they are messages right that we can use our emotions in the best possible way so that we can achieve our goals and uh and dreams in in life so that's the that's really the big piece is how can we have a full understanding of who we are how can we express that and share that with the world uh, and connect with others in a more deep and meaningful way yes and that's so important to you because <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I think that it's well, if you if we go a little deeper on that, like that's important because that's where community comes from. That's where human thriving and flourishing shows up. And it, 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 this Ubuntu philosophy, I think, is really uh, we've lost it. We've become very focused on individual and on self. And so, if we can shift ourselves and get back to community, I think that that's uh, that. Uh, gives me hope for uh, for now and for future generations. Yeah, and I'm just teasing because I know you. I know you pretty well. You've become such a great friend of mine, and so I just know the heart that you have and um, the care that you have for for people and for individuals, and especially for people that might be struggling a little bit. And so you definitely have a wonderful perspective. And um, you know, sometimes I love your expression when life gives you can I swear shit sandwiches? It's like, here's what you do with it. Right. And, uh, that that's one of your forthcoming books too in the future. But at the same time, it's, um, I'm so thrilled that you have created this and I know it's going to help so many people. And, um, I can't wait to start my challenge personally as well. And so just, I'm just curious, like, what are you most proud of Kirsten? Maybe we'll start with you. What are you most proud of with this book? You know, as much as I love the design, um, for me, being a designer is about helping my clients and helping my friends achieve their dreams. And to be able to help Carrie bring this to life, I have to say, is what's the most important to me. And um, and I feel blessed. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yay. And Carrie. Wow. Um, 
Gosh, so so many things. I think the thing I'm most, uh, what you said, proud of is that um, that here it is, right? That it, it's taken some time for it to get here, and it actually was, you know, it's it, it was born out of the first book that I'm writing, and so it's a little bit of a <laughs> bit of a stepchild. Uh, but I'm glad that the, that it's here because, and I'm proud of the work, not only from the fact that it it gives people a tool and a guide to, um, you know, take care of themselves and to practice being, you know, in a in a place of strength. Uh, but yeah, like working with uh, with Kirsten, as she said, when we opened, I've known her for 15 years and she has this beautiful way of taking the noise that's in my head, some of these really disparate ideas and says, okay, let's give it a character. And she brings grace to it through the design. Uh, and then I think the other thing I'm, I'm just super proud of is that, you know, Andrea working with you over the last couple of years is like honing the writer's craft, right? I forgot how powerful words can be. And I think coming back to Ophelia, right? People are drawn to these words because they have a meaning for them and if the meaning can be really uh, uplifting or uh, enlightening then that's been also another uh, really proud moment is to kind of take the power of words and turn it into a tool that that supports people so yeah and you've done that definitely taking the power of words and it will support so many so you are definitely going to want to grab your copy of let yourself be a journal to guide your graceful shift to being ophelia grace and of course it is created by carrie brock and i couldn't be more proud and i am going to do book giveaway so i always say if you want to enter into a draw to win I'm going to give out five copies of this book. What you do is take a screenshot of this podcast episode or wherever you're listening to it and just share it on social, tag me in it so I know you've done it. And I will do a draw at the end of the month. So we're in May right now. So let's do all of June at the end of June. And I will give away five copies of Carrie's book to support Carrie as well as um, offer this book as a wonderful tool for whoever is the winner. Yay! So, um, Carrie, if you have one last thing to say to the listeners, anything you want to share here? I think if there's just one one last thing, it's it's to um, let yourself it, come out of your head and into your body and uh, experience all that is coming up for you and to really and truly uh, let yourself be um, beautiful and bold and courageous and wise and beautiful uh in each and every moment because you that is uh that is your right so enjoy the book i hope uh i look forward to hearing from from folks uh on how they're using it and uh, I, I wish you a beautiful journey um, wonderful and of course i will have all the links links to your website links to getting this book in the show notes and um connect people to you as well so and both of you obviously of course and it, did you have one final thing to say kirsten i would love to hear too um i just really hope that when people get the book that you take that time to sit there and reflect on things like even if you decide to start your own doodles or just coloring in, you know, just let yourself express yourself artistically to be able to really have that power help you um, figure out your reflections and recollections of the day. Oh, I love that. You're giving me permission to do my stick stick figures. Exactly. <laughs> I've no given judgment. you something to start, but you know what? feel free, be creative. Everybody to me, 
um, has an artistic ability in them. Even if you're doing a stick figure, uh, <laughs> it's an art, artistic expression. So I hope that everybody goes forward and uh, lets themselves be free. Oh, mm. Wonderful. Well, I cannot thank you both enough for being here and being a part of this. And I'm so excited about your book. And I hope everyone goes out and grabs their copy now that it's available. And again, thank you guys for being here, being on the show. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. It's nice to be here. If you like this podcast, it's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasidal.com where I take all these books and I hide them in this big, massive vault. There's hundreds and hundreds of books in there for you to learn and discover and grow from. So I really encourage you to head on over to my website so you can gain access to this vault. They're just waiting for you to read. Also, if you've been thinking about writing a book or, you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. (laughs) So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.